On April 27, 2007, Anthony John Soprano told Peter Paul Gautieri, a.k.a. Pauly Walnuts, that, quote, Remember when is the lowest form of conversation, unquote. Perhaps, but who the hell is Tony Soprano to judge? A mere six weeks later, he was killed by a guy in a members-only jacket at Holstein's Ice Cream in Bloomfield, New Jersey. Hello, and welcome to 2500 Del Monte Street, the oral history of Tower Records. On this podcast, we're going to be saying, remember when, a lot. Seven years ago, Colin Hanks released All Things Must Pass, a wonderful documentary about the rise and fall of Tower Records, my workplace for an amazing 18 and a half years. After All Things Must Pass was released, I thought, I can rest, our story has been told. But as I talked to friends and former colleagues, we would remind each other of stories that happened to us or our co-workers in the stores. Great, great stories that have never been told until now. As great as the Tower documentary is, it tells the overall story. And one of the reasons Colin Hanks' movie is so great is that it tells the overall story in 90 minutes. Tight, compact, and to the point. The podcast medium lends itself to taking a deeper dive and to talk to all who worked for Tower and with Tower and those who shopped at Tower. With the oral history of Tower Records, we want to tell the nitty-gritty, the down and dirty, the hilarious, and the sad, the stuff that went on inside the stores and in our heads all these years. We want to discuss the glue that holds us together then and now. A lot of people that worked with and for Tower Records have passed away. If we want to preserve this company's history, we need to hear from the people who lived, worked, and shopped it. In September of 1990, I attended my first Tower Annual Conference, or TAC. That first night, I was overwhelmed with excitement and wonder. I marveled at all the managers and main office personnel backslapping, laughing, and catching up with one another. My boss made it a priority for me to meet the man who started this all, Russ Solomon. There were several people ahead of us. Russ was holding court with a drink in his hand, smiling like a man who absolutely loved what he was doing. Then it was our turn. My regional manager said, Russ, this is Bob Zimmerman, the new operations manager for number 185 Seattle. I simply leaned into Russ so he could hear me and said, Thanks for creating a place where I love getting up and going to work every day. He told me to enjoy what I do and to do right by the staff and customers. Over the course of these episodes, we're going to hear from store staff, managers, store artists, main office personnel, record company, and radio personnel, as well as some of our favorite artists and customers to tell the complete history of Tower Records. While I knew a lot of people during my almost 19 years with the company, there are a ton of people I only knew by name or reputation that I'm looking forward to meeting and hearing and sharing their stories. I don't claim to be an expert on Tower Records, just someone still fascinated by the stories of the people in the stores around the country and around the world. And honestly, it probably won't just be about Tower Records. At the end of the day, at least for me, in addition to providing a living, Tower Records nurtured my pursuit of discovering popular art, whether it be music, movies, or books. I know this was top of mind for many of my co-workers as well. 
In 2013, Questlove of The Roots and The Tonight Show said, quote, Music has the power to stop time. The songs act like a chemical process that isolates certain feelings. Maybe one song helps illuminate the jubilation, and one helps illuminate the sorrow. Music has the power to stop time, but it also keeps time. Unquote. I first got turned on to Sonic Youth by a supervisor at our Washington, D.C. store. She wrote a candid, impassioned, year-end review of how Daydream Nation helped her kick a drug addiction. How could I not listen when she was laying it all out on the line like that? Almost a year ago, I made a list of 200 people I'd like to talk to during the run of this podcast. Within the last two months, I've added 50 more names, and each day I hear the story of another and another I'd like to talk to. Each weekly episode will drop on Tuesdays, you know, new release Tuesdays, like in the old days. I hope you'll join us for a fun, lively, frank discussion of a bygone era. If you're interested in following the 2500 Del Monte Street Podcast, go to your favorite podcast provider and subscribe now to get each episode the day it's released. We also have an Instagram page, Tower Records Podcast, and a Facebook page, 2500 Del Monte Street, an oral history of Tower Records, which we hope you will check out and follow. I hope you'll join us. Cheers.